Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my god, that is so funny. I'm also gay. I was going to tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And And you're you're listening listening to Dating Straight. Hey, Amy. Hi, Jackaroni. Hey, Rebecca Black. Hello. God <laughs> damn it. Not the same. Not the same. Not well, the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to get like a like an old Grim Reaper version of me being back on the show again. Yeah. It's me. American Horror Story fact oh. check. We're so happy to have you back on the show. So happy to be back. Our third dating straight host. Oh, I yeah. was like, this is way more than three times. This is five. Yeah. Five. Wow. Woo. Big number five. After this, rings. you graduate from one hand to two hands. How does it feel? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to start finally getting to use it. My second hand. <laughs> Every episode that you're on is a blast. I'm so excited. It's always a blast. And they always say, bring Rebecca back. Mm -hmm. And we do. Yes. Rebecca Black, more like Rebecca back. Yes. (laughs) I'm coming back on your podcast. Wow. Well, I feel like we're hyping this up so much that we're just going to end up disappointing everybody. So. Oh, my God. With that Uh, attitude, maybe. Okay, 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 okay. I had a moment. I had a moment. (laughs) I had a moment. (laughs) Oh, my God. Your inner saboteur just jumped out. Um, I'm so happy to be back. I fucking love this podcast and uh, so much has happened. So much has happened. happened. We were fresh. We were fresh off of the Joe Biden election when I was on here last, I believe. Oh, wait. The last time you were on, was that when you came out of the closet? No, no. no. This was four months ago. Yeah. Revealing your abnormal secrets with Rebecca Black. I also went through this in my life as well. Okay. But then Um, Rebecca came out a year ago. Oh my God. That was in person. Oh, uh-uh. no, no. It was, was not. I came out in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the comfort of my own room in my mom's house. Yeah. Just as but, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me again. What are we… What the fuck are we going to talk about now? I know what. You have a song that has just come out maybe a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when this comes out mm-hmm. called Personal. Yes. Ah! And I want to know what… Is in this box. <laughs> so a little bit of backstory. I gave Amy this box. It's a small box. It's a polka dotted cardboard box. And I basically, I came out with a song called Personal. And um, I wanted to do something that would be special and bizarre and deranged and <laughs> mean the, a lot to everybody. What's the song about? Tell the us song about that. is, it's about basically the the like, hook of the song is, I know that you have to hate me. I won't blame you if you're upset with me for what I did to you, but you know, I won't let it hurt me. I won't take it personal. Or even though it hurts, I I won't take it personal. It's about basically at the end of um, one of my last breakups, um, dealing with being the person for the first time who was breaking somebody else's heart. And I'm someone who really because of my past, because of who I am, I don't 
I can't stand when people are mad at me. I do not. It's not even that I need them to like me. I just hate when people are upset with me. It really freaks me out. And um, in this moment in my life, was, which was about a year ago, like exactly that I was going through this and that I wrote the song, I was trying to learn to be okay with that and learn to be okay with the fact that sometimes you have to let somebody go and you have to be okay with being the person who kind of was, who did them wrong. Um, because that was totally me in this relationship. Like maybe I'm the monster a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> what if I am the monster? Uh, it's something we're all the monster so to someone. So mm-hmm. true. Yeah. I mean, all exactly. Monster. And I, I had always thought that being the person who was the dumpy was the hardest part of of a breakup because that's all I had been before was I had been dumped and been like, fuck you and uh, you wronged me. And that is really difficult. But at the same time, you get to kind of cut to the chase of like being empowered by how much you feel like a woman scorned, you know? Yeah. Whereas when you have to deal with the fact that in this situation, particularly, I mean, I don't want to like spill too much for the respect of the other person, but it wouldn't have ended if I didn't end it. And to know that I could just fix it, quote unquote, by like pretending like everything was okay and that I loved this person, even though I, I really in my heart didn't, um, that was really hard to grapple with. And you, there's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. And so that song is about that. Cut back to the boxes. Um, <laughs> I think being the dumper is way harder but than definitely. being the dumpy. Way more difficult. Definitely. Because yeah. then dumpy, it's like hands off. Exactly. You know, you're you just like doing your channel thing. your energy into like finding yourself. And, yeah. um, and again, like I think there is something to feeling kind of upset with the person mm-hmm. that allows you to be, yeah, yeah. you know, empowered. Well, it's part of the stages. When you're the dumper, you go through that part of in your head where you're then like, you're what's wrong with me? Yeah. 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 Totally. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. And I wanted it to work. I wanted to make it work with this person. And I did have a lot of love for this person, but it just wasn't going to. And having to like deal with your own kind of mirror of yourself when you're like, oh, I didn't even know I had the capability to like be that hurtful to somebody, even though I'm trying to do this in the best way. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you have to hurt hard. people to just like live your own life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also there's, I mean, there's a huge difference between like loving someone and being in love with someone. Absolutely. Know? Which all, all comes into it. Yeah. Um, so the song is, is basically about like learning how to deal with that shame and, and learning how to feel empowered about it. And, um, for the video, I, I worked with this director. His name's Weston Allen. He's who directed the Friday remix video, which is another just like acid trip in itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so iconic. Um, and I've just loved working with him for all of my visuals and just a lot of creative direction for this project. And um, when him and I were coming up with the concept for the video, we thought it would be fun to spin the creative into taking everything that I'm saying and making it... Um, I guess ironic would be the right word for it. Like, even though I'm saying all these things, I won't take it personally. I am actually taking it personally. Mm -hmm. So in the video, I am wielding this chainsaw. I'm basically like (laughs) stalking myself in my own head. Um, It's, I, I, hesitate to say too much about it because I want people to take it for what it is, but. And open the box and Cue the box. What's in the um, box? This chainsaw was a really like 
massive part of this video concept and I just fell in love with it. We completely bedazzled a chainsaw and I wheeled it around. It's really and, cool. Um, I wanted to lean into, I'm just having a lot of fun playing with like darker and like more horrific type <laughs> <laughs> visuals. So um, yeah, I thought it'd be really fun to kind of give a piece of myself to oh my God. the people I really care about and to certain press no, outlets and everything. I feel like it's going to be something um, of Rebecca's that's like, <laughs> like a little Rebecca voodoo doll. Yeah. Really during it is finger. a severed finger, but if you read the note that I wrote you, so do we kindly, all get thumbs or is it different fingers? Well, there are. We did make sure that every <laughs> fifth we there were twenty five that we sent out, and every fifth has my tattoo to match. Obviously, my oh, um, that's really funny. My tattoo. That's I <laughs> go off. Hey, bestie. Off. <laughs> Hope you enjoy this little piece of me as much as I enjoyed making this personal video. For you. <laughs> <laughs> the writing is almost illegible. It, it, yeah, that is, that's my handwriting. I don't know what you're talking Live, about. love, love, Rebecca Black. P.S. Unwrap me. Yeah. Unwrap to get the finger? Unwrap the finger. Oh, okay. <gasps> it's a USB drive. It's a USB <gasps> drive. With the song? Oh, well, it, I made a video. a video for you. What? Yeah. Wait, oh plug God. it in. Plug. That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, yeah, and a little, I, I mean, I don't know if I want to give this away, but I guess I'm going to is if you go onto there, there's a little secret encryption of the next song <gasps> um, as oh. well. Oh God, can we leak so. it? <laughs> this is so, Maybe. so funny. Anyways. So. Thank you so much for this beautiful gift. <laughs> thank you for for accepting it. A little piece of you. Oh, Absolutely. You. Yeah, they're really, That's really, they're really upsetting to look at, I know. Um, I love it. I really want to <laughs> eat it for nail. some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> don't. Did you paint well, his nail? I bite yeah, my nails. Yeah, it's my fingers. Oh my I don't know God, what you're talking it's about. The same. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I bite my nails so much. So it just like, just I really want to, yeah. Well, it's a go for icky. it. It, yeah, it is a it is a it's, it's a chode. A big thumb. It's a chode. Well, you know, I mean, there are only so many thumb drives in the world that you oh have to choose from. That is crazy. Anyways, it all adds up. Thank you for playing along with my little games. Oh, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> She's an artist. Listen to personal. Anyways, yes. We'll link it in the in the thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to Relief Fan for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Did you know that one in three Americans regularly suffer from nausea? I know at least one of them. Yeah. She's right there. I'm not American, but I suffer. Oh, yeah, I forgot. (laughs) We've all experienced the horrible feeling. It's a global phenomenon. (laughs) Whether you're in the back of the car, on your phone, on planes, I get it so bad. You know. Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) You've had one too many on a night out mm-hmm. um, or even just the anxiety of a work day. Nausea can really ruin a day, force you to change your plans or in the most severe cases, make us unable to function. Um, but for those of you who can relate, I've got good news. You've got to check out Relief Band. Yeah. Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven Mm -hmm. to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, 
morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. And the product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it is available to the masses. We are the masses. <laughs> How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in your wrist that travels to the part of your brain that controls nausea. Very science. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. And if you know someone who deals with nausea, Relief Band makes a great gift. It is like magic. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> but you put that thing on and then it like buzzes on, you know, like a... Your wrist. Yeah, yeah. a part of your nervous system that goes to your brain, something, something. But it actually totally works and it's way better than like taking a pill in the middle of the day and getting really sleepy so true <laughs> so as the world is opening back up don't let fear of nausea keep you on the sidelines right now relief band has an exclusive offer just for dating straight listeners if you go to reliefband.com and use promo code dating you'll receive 20 percent off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee so head to r-e-l-i-e-f-b-a-n-d.com and use promo code dating for 20 percent off plus free shipping Thanks, Relief Band. Thank you also to BetterHelp. We love therapy, especially online therapy, because, you know, we're all at home now. Mm -hmm. uh, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Yes. yes. <laughs> Everyone harmonize. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, mine was definitely like the staying home for the whole year. That mm -hmm. was pretty tough. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is amazing. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a, bra uh, there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. And the service is available for clients worldwide. Yeah, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free of charge to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living happier today. Visit betterhelp.com slash dating. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states, so there's someone for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Dating Straight listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dating. Thanks, BetterHelp. <laughs> um, I want to talk about how you've evolved in this past year, personally and Ooh, definitely wink, professionally. Wink. Yeah, <laughs> little nod. Definitely professionally, I feel like your vibe is much more like scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i absolutely live for it thank mm -hmm. you i'm definitely going through my scene phase like in my own way <laughs> that i never had um yeah i i mean i I had a year. It's so weird also. I feel like the last few times I've been on here, we've had such like specific things to talk about. I haven't talked about myself. So this feels crazy. Um, but the last year for me, I made a lot of really significant changes and just the people that I had around me um, and, and the people especially that were involved in some of the like creative and business choices I made. And those were, I think, like just time to make change. And as, as we all were, I spent a lot of time by myself 
learning to really tune into what I was actually thinking about the world and myself and how, if I could do anything my way, like how would I actually really want to do it? And um, that was always just something I was really afraid to like actually latch onto. I think it can feel easy like in the pop world to feel like, oh, I just want them to like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and that never served me. Like I was, I mean, I, I'm really proud of so much of what I've created in the past, but um, I was always really struggling to like really hone into what I wanted to do. And this past year was really beneficial for me in that. And like coming out as queer was a huge yeah. part of it because I finally, after coming out on this podcast, I felt like I finally had this community that was rooting for me and mm-hmm. that saw me for who I was and wanted me to succeed. And that was something that I never really felt like I had. So it just gave me a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I feel like, like you feel, I don't know, everything that you've created, I think since you have been out and since you've been more like alt <laughs> I it's am like, like authentic so, yeah it's so much more authentic and yeah. I love it. like it is I don't know to me it's everything yeah Jack was I, texting me about the Friday remix he was like fully gagged yeah. thank I'm you obsessed yeah yeah I had I mean in all of that I was talking to Weston about this um the other day and and how like before the Friday remix he was really like uh, not really, but he had a feeling of like, this could be so the wrong thing. <laughs> like people could not understand this and really hate it. Um, and he and I had, had never really talked about that beforehand. But um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I've learned not to, I, I've always been afraid of that myself, but I learned not to care just through like personally loving what I was doing so much, like really believing in and being excited by what I was doing so much. I remember the first time I saw the Friday video, I like was this close to shitting my pants. I was like, (laughs) this is the best thing I've ever seen. And I I just, it gives me so much joy to watch this. Um, But yeah, I I, I appreciate what you guys are. I I appreciate that you like the music and it's awesome to see everybody else like it too. And yeah. yeah, I it, I I don't know if this is my like actually alt phase or what, <laughs> but I'm just having a lot of fun and like a lot of freedom to do and say whatever I want to. And like in my art and in the music I'm making, I feel like the people I'm working with give me so much freedom. And like when I tell them that I am going to be sending like paper magazine a, a severed finger and that is the <laughs> USB version of it and like influencers and all that stuff. They're like, great, love that. Um, and that's really freeing because that's a hard thing to find in music because people just care so much about something working that I think mm-hmm. they can sometimes like sabotage just something that's different. Totally. I think like the energy that I'm getting from your new music is the same energy that I get from like, <clears throat> even though Charlie XCX isn't a like, um, like she does have a label, but she still feels there's something that feels like it's like the label is so um, hands off, hands off that yeah. it's like completely her product. And that's how I feel about creative. your, yeah, it's yeah. like the creative feels like Thanks. your creation and not like a production of like anyone else's, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Thank you. It's a, it's been a, journey and like I'd still I mean I wish that 
imposter syndrome would just like leave my body. <laughs> I wish that like insecurity and all that would leave my body, but yeah. it's a, it's a struggle. But I really do feel honestly, like I have this community that is kind of just always down to see what I'm up to and like <laughs> whether they even will get it or not. Like it makes me so happy to see certain things like with the Friday Remix video, someone was like, oh, we lost another star to drugs. And I was <laughs> like, well, th- thank you. But, or a child star, I think is what they said. Um, That's really funny. And I was like, oh, I mean, I I wish I was like that edgy, but then again, I don't. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying new things and like yeah. really enjoying what I'm doing. And yeah. And winning. I feel like (laughs) even if you are having these insecurities before, if you would have like honored those and like, like listened to them more, I feel like now it's like that doesn't matter. That's not real. And then you do what your creative self wanted you to do anyway. Yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely, I, I think I've just learned that like those insecurities, one, they're going to be there probably for a while in some sort. And also everybody has them that I feel like I've finally been able to break down. I had so many conversations with like songwriters that I've always looked up to and producers and like other artists too, who have shared those same feelings with me. And I, it just really opened up the fact that like, oh, I'm not like, this isn't so unique what I'm dealing Mm -hmm. with. Um, And that kind of like took some of the pressure off of it. And um, yeah, it's just all that we can ever do is like try to trust ourselves. And that's what I've really learned to do over the past year is like finally trust myself. And if I have a crazy idea, it might be crazy, but it also at the same time might be good. And what is a good or a bad idea? Nobody knows. Um, For sure. So as long as you like it, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you came out and dyed your hair, you just (laughs) set yourself free. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was yeah. it. Shed the skin. Yes. Yeah, like a snake. Yeah. Oh Thank my you. god, you're like a snake seductress. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so interesting when like you and I, Jack, just saw each other for the first time in over a year, mm-hmm. the like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gonna be so weird for I think all of us now that we're like getting back into some version of normal, everyone's starting to get vaccinated, to see people who haven't seen us in this year's span of time to become a totally different person. Totally. Um, There's that whole like Twitter meme that's like, yes, you can become a different person after a pandemic. I don't know (laughs) if you saw that. Everyone was like, I would hope so. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think for, it's so fun to see also people like, like you and that I haven't seen in a year and also see how it's changed them. And I think hopefully there was a silver lining in everything we've been through. Oh, I definitely think so. For sure. I think all of us are completely different probably, or at least more mature or more Mm self-understood. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm confident that our lives after this will be just Much like better. more interesting. Hold Do you know that what I mean? Thought. <laughs> Fast forward to like what? a year later. <laughs> oh yeah, we like did this already at the start of 2020. Being oh, yeah. like, this yeah. is going to well, be okay, the most I'm amazing year. I'm not saying that the world is going to be a no, utopia, I, I, I but yeah. our lives, our interactions with each other, how yeah. we have fun with one another and hang out, I think will be more... I agree. Like, fulfilling. Um, fulfilling, exactly. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, I can even just in both of you, I've seen so much 
growth and the two of you and like everyone around me. So it's going to be really, really fun to fun to see and experience. Yeah. We get to unpack each, we get to like relearn each other, which is like, what a beautiful experience. Yeah. 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 I've gone like way deeper with my close friends in this past year than like ever before. My God. Yeah. You just go all the way in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? What? Why are you laughing? I don't know. What made a funny blinked face. right there. <laughs> I remember um, someone said to me, kind of during the beginning of the pandemic, and I feel like this has really stayed true through the whole thing, for me at least, is I, I just remember saying even like in the first couple weeks of the first quarantine oh and isolation gosh. and all of that, and being like, you know, I, I do feel like some weird sense of peace that's happening and she said, you know, it's really funny what happens when you get to like cut the peanut gallery out. Mm-hmm. Like when you're not surrounded by constant other opinions of you and what you're yeah. doing, like you actually can learn to find yourself a yeah. little bit and listen to what you think. And that is really helpful wherever you're at. Thank you so much, Best Beans, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Your closest friends are always there when you need them most. I know mine's right here. Oh, um, good times, bad times. Times in between, they've got you. Like how Best Fiends always has a new puzzle to keep your brain refreshingly challenged. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm. Um, Best Fiends makes it feel like your brain is like transcending to another plane of existence. (laughs) At least for me, like it's it's relaxing, but it's also thought provoking. Yes. It is. It's the mother I never had. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, seriously, Best Fiends is so awesome. If you like solving fun puzzles, Best Fiends is for you. There's way more variety and strategy than you'll get from smashing candy round after round. Whoa, shade. that was shade. It's almost too fun. I've been playing for a while. Like, actually, <laughs> I've been playing for a while. And I'm telling you, can't stop. Can't Won't stop. stop. No. <laughs> and no need to stop. Yeah. Why stop? Why should I consider? Yeah. With Best Beans, there's always something new to play. The adorable collectible characters just keep coming. And it's hard to choose your favorite because they're so also true. freaking cute. So true. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Beans free today on the Apple App Store and Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Thanks, Best Fiends. Thanks, Best Fiends. And also thank you, Curology. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Curology, for real. I used to think my skin goals were unattainable. I have a few fine lines. I still get, you know, spots. I'm 27. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, And, you know, black hands and whatever. But thankfully, I found Curology. Um, It's all just like for your skin by Mm -hmm. dermatology providers. Yeah, no matter what your skin care concern is fine lines dark spots occasional breakouts clogged pores Mm -hmm. curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked just for you to tackle your skincare needs to get your treatment plan start by answering questions online about your skin and sending in a couple of selfies Mm -hmm. to curology next curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin and if it's a good fit you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your acne fine lines dark spots and more yeah. So true. I mean, we sent in our pics mm. and they're still sending me my it was skincare. Like, yeah, totally. It was really quick, but also super thorough. Mm-hmm. I loved like having to send in photos because like they they can see so much better about like what we need and you know, you get to put in your specific goals and stuff. And, and I feel like 
they send more than I like. I never run out. No, no, they never. like send me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, wow. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they will set you up with a personalized treatment plan and ship your custom formula right to your door. Take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, and whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made for you today. Go to Curology.com slash dating for a free 30-day trial. Just pay for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash dating to unlock your free 30-day trial. Thanks, Curology. Totally. I've been thinking about that a lot, but also I've been like thinking about how as the peanut gallery begins to re-enter, <laughs> like trying to hold on to that. Yeah. Because like yeah. I have in the, like just over the past couple of weeks, even though I've like mostly been surrounded by people who I consider like friends, there's like moments where I'm like, wait, like am, am I doing something embarrassing? You know, sure. like, am I acting weird or whatever? And like, it's so hard even after a year of like feeling much more freed from that, that like how quickly that, response and that way of thinking can come back. And I'm like doing everything in my power to get rid of that. I saw this TikTok that it was like, they she did something, I don't remember what the girl did, but she said, it's only embarrassing if you let it be. Or like, mm-hmm. it's only embarrassing if you make it embarrassing. Mm. So every time I like have that thought of like, ooh, did I just say that weird? Or like, why did I say that? I'm just like, it's only embarrassing if you let it be. Oh my God, I feel like I've been on the same page. Yeah. I'm like trying to be like, stop making it weird for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Nobody because else thought no it was weird. no one is analyzing you how you analyze you. No. Yeah. Well, it's you know? the like saying of like, everyone's too busy worrying about themselves. It's so, so true. true. Literally. So, but I don't want to be busy worrying about myself. I want to be no. busy worrying about other people. Let me, <laughs> Why let me be... I just like feel fine. <laughs> what about? I don't want to worry. Yeah, I'm no kidding. more worry. Yeah, only embarrassing if you make it embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hear that, <laughs> kids? Yeah, it's social media. Social media ruined us. <laughs> I feel so bad for the kids who like actually are growing up in social media. Because I had like MSN, Messenger in middle school mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I didn't have Instagram until right. high school. But it, it when even when I had it then, it was nothing like it is now with the baddies no, and yeah. the face tune and whatever. Yeah. So that can just really… Like definitely. Are you, when when are we going to give our kids iPads? You know, like what age? Uh, I was talking about this recently with someone who they were like, I am not giving them anything. Smart. No, no, not smart. smart. Not smart. That I don't know them how from I all feel. Their friends. Mm-hmm. Well, true, but I, I do wonder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to do it. Right? Like everyone is still figuring out, figuring it out, and also, what will the internet look like by the time we have kids? Will we even be able to have kids at that point? <laughs> like, will the climate we live right. in physically will it be actually? Ethically- Sound yeah, to have kids. yeah. it's not ethically sound to have kids now, right? Like, I'm, I mean, probably, probably very true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's there's so many questions about like kids and that whole like the moral ethical thing about it that I have been thinking about so much more. But yeah, I don't know what the right way is. I mean, why do you think it's why do you think you have to give your kids iPads? I'm not okay. <laughs> well, well, you, you, you were going to say iPad. what you thought, right? About that, I'll I'll say. Well, I, I'll, I'll say I'll what my what my friend was um was talking about, and and they were just talking about let it, letting them learn to have balance, and at least like I, I think it, personally, what I feel about it is 
it's a, it's a tricky balance because you it's kind of like the whole teaching your kids how to um, balance like the introduction of drugs and alcohol. Like it's gonna happen at some point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I feel like my mom did really, really well for me is she kind of took the power out of it. So she introduced it and said like, if you start drinking, tell me, please mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah. And so I did. Like mm-hmm. I got drunk and I was like, and I still got really afraid of it. And she was very, um, she was really, what's the word? I guess like poignant about the dangers of like overdoing it and especially with drugs and all of that. But she just, she would let me have like a sip of wine if I wanted it when I was younger or she would just tell me to try it just as a sip or whatever. Um, she didn't make it this like big, bad, scary thing. But at the same time, she taught me really about the dangers. So by the time I yep. drank, I definitely had a moment. But <laughs> I didn't feel the the need to like really, really seek it out mm-hmm. because of that. So I think there's probably some sort like of a rebel. balance. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. My mom was that the opposite of that. Like, like forbidden fruit. Yeah. Once yeah. you can get it then you go crazy. I was in a class actually um, this past semester and we were talking about this. And this one girl was like, I'm never going to let my kid have one until they're like 16 or something. And like my teacher, not that, you know, my teacher knows all or anything, but like he was like, yeah, if you don't teach them how to have healthy boundaries with social media, they won't. And once they get on social media, they will not have learned how to navigate mm. that within themselves at a young age. Whereas if you can help guide them through all of that, mm. um, then that will lead to like a better like conversation about it, a better like, you know, if you are on it with them, you say like, you can teach them what's real and what's fake, you know, like, oh, this is not all of this, <laughs> like Facetune is not real or whatever. Yeah. And like really help them through that because they're going to learn that at some point. And he was telling us about his friend who had a child who they did not give an iPad until she was in high school or a phone. And she had like no friends and she was like completely miserable. Oh no. Um, yeah. Cause she didn't, cause you have to remember yeah, like that's a social lot of media yeah. is a social yeah. platform. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to be available. Um, and, and that's that. So like you that have makes to, a lot of sense. yeah. And especially if they want it, if they want to be on it and you mm-hmm. say no, then that turns you into the villain right. as well. Right. So you've got a, you've got a, I think. Have like an open dialogue. Them. Yeah. Right. That's what I hope to do as a parent, mainly. Mm. My mom used to just be like, you can't drink until you're in Australia, it's 18. But everyone starts drinking when they're like super young. But she was like, you can't have like a single drink of alcohol until you're 18. Like absolutely not, blah, blah, blah. Just made me a liar. Just made me a really <laughs> mm-hmm. good liar. Mm-hmm. I would just lie. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what I think my, with my mom, like that made me less of that. Yeah, Is I didn't sure. feel the need to lie. Like yeah. totally. I remember give me no option but to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as kids like you're trying to find independence. Like it's that weird as teenagers at least especially like you're trying to grow into your own person and I definitely had my own struggle with that as well. Like I freaking booked it out the house when I was 18. I was like moving to LA. Bye. <laughs> um but at least with something that can be, you know, like really debilitating like alcohol and all of that. I had, I think, a little bit of an easier time with it because I didn't, I felt like I could talk to my mom about it more than anything. And like, 
I think that that's kind of all we can do is, as parents is really learn to listen to our kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to feel like I know what's going on. Like, yeah. I'm not going to understand what it is, but I'm going to try. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing is also like, you want to treat your children like adults almost sure. at a certain age. Yeah. And like, if you, if they're, you know, 15 or whatever, and you're not giving them an iPad or a phone or whatever, or even if they're younger than that, they're going to be like, you're treating me like a kid. You're not treating me like a full human who has agency. And ultimately you want your children to have agency because that's the only way that you can learn is by doing shit and making mistakes sometimes. And, um, but if you don't give them that agency, they're going to lash out. I think like once they're given it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Big things to think about. I know. How did we start talking about this? Uh, don't know. I also don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> it's something definitely that I, I I am talking about a lot. And like growing, I mean, I still feel like a absolute child. And I know that I won't be a person who has kids until much later in life, mm-hmm. um, if at all. <gasps> who do but we think is going to have kids fast? Not me. Not Jack? Not me. My Do you have a Jack. desire to have kids? Sure, but I've never even had a boyfriend really. So like… Yeah, let's... but then it sure. could all just happen like one after another, you know? You like… <laughs> you never know. Get you there. never know. It's also as a queer person, it's a lot more, you know, it's a whole different challenge mm-hmm. to have a child. Right. Um, but as a man, as two men, no one has to get pregnant. Not that with two women, anyone has to carry it or whatever. Right. But if you were, then there's a time sort of there's a clock, like the biological clock is more. True, true. There well, adoption. For, for men. You brought up the clock. I brought up the clock. Say <laughs> man. It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> so it's time to make it happen. <laughs> I want to talk about your guys' TikTok moment, oh. by the way. Oh, no. If we may. This By the time this comes out, that was like… A month ago. Yeah, but the but people were quite interested. I was surprised. They were. It's they were timeless. all saying, they were saying, bring Rebecca on. Where is that girl? Davide. Here I am. Yes. Well, what, what would you like to talk yeah. about? What's the cue? Okay. So walk us through um, <laughs> what the content of each one. And let's just go through each one and, and talk like about… Like the concepts? Yeah. And like what <laughs> inspired them. Yeah. yeah. What's real? Well, is Amy and I real? had a Amy and I had a chaotic day. I know it was so fun though. <laughs> it was so I fun. felt so free. Uh, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what really sparked it. It felt like the old drunk days. Yeah, <laughs> the Our, good ca- old chaos. The chaos. good old drunk days. I think that Amy had just come over to my house, and I know that I've definitely been feeling like now that I'm fully vaccinated, I finally am able to see friends inside, and so it's like a renaissance of you know <laughs> social life. Of drunkenness. Um, we, were, we weren't even drunk. Sober. We were sipping yeah. on that okay. Lacroix. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whose idea it was, but we're obviously TikTok fans. I was wearing your outfit. We were in matching outfits. So I said, "Let's make talks, yes. girl." Yes. And then it escalated so quick. Oh yes, I brought up the vagina. Yeah, you really shot quick. it. <laughs> I I started. So off let's like recap. Pretty, What's the vagina? Just, I, let's just Amy's say it for vagina. what it is. I, hey, hold on. I I started chill. I thought because you you did. released you did. I, I, so I it said, was uncalled for what I did. But. <laughs> well, you were doing the trend. I said passing the phone to someone who wrote a song about getting back with their girlfriend, and then like very quickly broke up with that girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then Rebecca just like. <laughs> took that and ran. She said, oh yeah? I'm coming for you. 
I'm coming for your vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally. And and she lied like two times. No, I in didn't. In that TikTok. Which no, is just, I didn't. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing to experience when your friend just like lies to your face like that. Right. And lies to like hundreds <laughs> and, of thousands of people. And lies to the masses. Like you. No. It's just false information. Like I could sue this girl for slander. Uh-huh. Oh, please. <laughs> bring, bring out the date. I think so the lie was. So yeah. the lie we, was. Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's so, let's say it. Let's say it. Let me just Are we start self bleeping though. Let me just start by <laughs> saying I'll keep it. I'll keep it appropriate. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> let me just for the the dignity of of mm. my own. Self, Our sponsors. Um, I mean, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who, who are the sponsors today? Let's figure <laughs> that out. But I will just start by saying. When Amy and I made a video a few months ago where we talk about how we met, Mm. we basically say and reveal that when we met and became friends, we were friends with benefits. Totally. It's all true. Do with that what you will. Mm -hmm. And I… Can confirm. (laughs) Yes. And it was a great time. We did what we did. Um, But at that point in my queer journey, I was a baby gay. I was coming into my own. I was also like kind of around town a little bit. Like I was kind of dipping my toe where I may. And I had in those first few months of hooking up and being with women and queer people had realized, oh, when someone finds out that you are like recently, you know, gay or a new gay or are inexperienced when it comes to women, they will not let you perform certain acts out of fear that you will not know how to do it. That was at least a conclusion that I came to due to the evidence that was given to me (laughs) (laughs) by hooking up with several different, more experienced lesbian women. One of those being Amy. Okay. So the verdict was you would not receive. You would only (laughs) give. She didn't try. (laughs) That is the lie. No, no. Like as a baby gay, were were you confident enough to, to, to try. try. That's I mean, good I'm, question. In, in my defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do you have to defend yourself? Uh-oh. Well, I'm Ooh. giving, I'm get, because, because she is already accusing me of being a liar. I remember the first time that I hooked up with a cisgendered woman. I, it, I did try because. Not me. It was not, no, this was way. not Amy. Yeah. I did try and I felt very confident in it because it was my first time hooking up with a cis woman, but not with a queer person. So I, it's not like I haven't, and like, listen, I I love to give. I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and so I really did try and I just remember very, very clearly it not happening. So that was the first time it not being a- a- allowed, basically. It not being wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really killing my ego in the moment, but being okay with it. And I just remember it happening in almost every every person who I hooked up with more than once, um, that happening with. And I just remember it happening with Amy. Then again, there were there were like several occasions of us being friends with benefits. So not every time. But anyways, that's that's my truth. <laughs> that's your side of the story at a rebuttal. We we just disagree. <laughs> Humans, you know, different <laughs> perceptions of what happened. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically like making a joke with you there. But when was this Cole, joke? It was at Cole. We we were talking about I don't something. This something. Joke. 
I remember. I'm trying to remember like who were the witnesses, you know? Could have been, they. we could all looked the lot. same at the time. Yeah. So could've it could have been anyone. Yeah. I will say. Like, so, Alexis and what on was the, line. the joke? Like pillow princess? Yes. It was something okay. along all those, those lines. All, raise your hand if you're or like pillow princess in the room <laughs> and we all point to some, like, something like that. Yeah. So bullying. Like shout out to yeah. the pillow Bullying. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, I will say, I will say, if that is how it came across, <laughs> one Amy, I apologize. No. Maybe I should have tried harder. <laughs> no. But hey, you're all good. Anyways. Don't worry about it. So we, ass- <laughs> anyways, there's no like actual tea in this no, situation. No, no. We're just trying to we're just- detective <laughs> yeah. what the truth was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amy and I were feeling chaotic and I was feeling particularly chaotic in that moment. And it had just dawned on me as like, well, this bitch just shamed me. How am I going to shame her back? Mm. Right. Um, I mean, that's it was the challenge. Like that was yeah. literally right. No, and you we got had so her much. Good. We had you so much. You got her good. I I felt like I got her good, whether or not she agrees. <laughs> but it's okay. It was fun. And then <laughs> it was fun. We made another two. Yes. Also, so iconic. It was just mm-hmm. so good. It was all very personal. It. Very personal. Yeah. Personal stream. Personal on iTunes and. Everywhere, but um, it was all very like much in our past fling. We have a lot of shared, shared, right people in our circle. And why should that <laughs> be forbidden fruit? You know what? <clears throat> why? What good does it do to be secret? True. Yeah. True. 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 To, forbidden fruit to our audience. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's kind of what dawned on me that day. Is like, do I really care? No. No. And it was so long ago as well. True. That is just like so. True. Over. True. That it's like so fun to joke about. True. Mm-hmm. I do hope that we didn't cross any boundaries with anybody else. Who's you, to say? Have you gotten any <laughs> feedback? Um, I mean… Because you exposed that you had both hooked up with the same person and then they didn't choose you. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I… I mean, I spoke to her about it and, and I was like, get us back. Because she can. Yeah, she's she totally can good. fucking get us. Totally. Um, and she didn't. I think she's like too sweet and oh. humble, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Well, she could get us though. She's got time whenever she wants. <laughs> yeah. I'll be waiting. Balls in her court now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Lovely. But no other feedback other than that. Have you gotten on TikTok at all, Jack? Have I gotten on? Yeah. It's my full time job now, actually. Jack has a viral TikTok. Really? No, like for a brand, I run their TikTok now. Well, that is true. And is the viral TikTok on that TikTok? It is. <gasps> so they oh, love I gotta, it. So, I gotta check it out. It was nothing as chaotic um, as that, <laughs> I will admit. But yeah, no, I'm not like personally on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I've reached the point where I'm like separating church and state, you know, but like <laughs> different, like separating yeah. personal. And, and online work. a little bit more. I was going to ask, what is that like to kind of like have to learn? So, I mean, I guess it's just like any task for a job maybe. But what is it like to kind of be able to make something that has nothing to do with yourself? Because you have been a like an influencer. Oh, yeah. you, you have this, obviously. It's so iconic, you guys. Okay. It's so legendary to what, post something. In what and way? Like, and not have everything be about like, oh, you look like this. Or, oh, yeah. you're annoying. Or like, whatever. Like, like not or even like you're you're state. awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's like I put out a video, and then like the comments are like, "Thanks for this tutorial," <laughs> you know, like, like which is like so legendary. 
And like when good things happen, you like share the reward with like the people you're working with. And when something doesn't do so well, you share the blame. So it's not like all on you. It's like, you know, like when your personality is not on trial online, it is so much easier to like make content quickly and consistently. Totally. It takes like the emotional. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't look at the analytics because like that's my boss's job to tell me like if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, it's so much more uh, like resonant to how just an, a traditional company would work. And it like, as just hearing you say that, it makes me think like, no wonder all influencers are Mentally fucking ill. Yeah. Ill. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's because it is really, I mean, not excusing people for like the really terrible things that they've done recently, but we are seeing like an epidemic of influencers having a downfall, it feels mm-hmm. like. And obviously every influencer like talks about their struggles and everything. But it is really bizarre to have so much of you and who you are become just so like commodified, right? Yeah. And have to deal with that all by yourself and um, and be that it's, it's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. And you've been and doing it for a long time too. Like 10 years. Me? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, go you. <laughs> too long. No, yeah. no, I'm just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> How's your TikTok going? Because I feel like your TikTok, you started it in the panty. In the panties, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I did start it in the panoramic. I I am, I'm having fun with it. I really did get into TikTok over the pandemic as everybody else did. And like, it just became such a, I, I have definitely struggled with a lot of the, you know, comparison issues and self-worth, drama. It's more than drama, but like just all of the insecurity that comes with being a person with a social media account. And I think I've struggled with it more than I like to admit over the years, especially being like the, what has happened with Friday and how that kind of affected my life. And I I had really struggled with certain platforms that I just felt like I had been on for so long and like had changed so much myself that it was hard to kind of refine myself. So TikTok was just a really nice opportunity to like start with where I'm at now. Yeah. yeah. And to not, I didn't have all these like preconceived ideas of what I was supposed to do. And um, I just also feel like and I'm sure that this exists on places like Instagram or any other platform, but I felt like I was finally able to find communities that I really found interesting and that I really cared about and that there were people that really gave a shit about my content. Like, I think it's really, we're all struggling with feeling like there is someone that is more important. And so why take the time to, you know, say these things? And I really felt that like, irrelevance, I guess, like throughout the years. And, um, and I, I just, I, so I took all the pressure off with TikTok and it's just so much more fun. And it's, I've always felt like that weird, like balance of church and state, like you were saying, <laughs> but with TikTok, I have allowed myself to so be myself that I finally feel like I'm not performing so much in that way. Like mm-hmm. I like to perform on stage when I've gotten ready for two hours and I have rehearsed and I am performing music and all of that, mm-hmm. but I don't like to feel like I'm doing it online as myself. Like that yeah. is just so unnatural. So TikTok, I, it is like 80% me shit posting and I feel really comfortable that way. Twitter has become that for me as well. Like I just kind of say whatever um, I think is dumb and um, let it out. Mm-hmm. And that way it's out of my system. 
but it's a fun place. Especially on TikTok, like other platforms like YouTube or Instagram, I've also been feeling this way. It's like you've gathered those followers over the years. So maybe sure. they were interested in something that I posted in like 2015. Sure. Not, like they've changed in a different direction than I have till now. But TikTok, like it's just a new… It, I mean, it takes the pressure off of like trying to please these people that you like used to know that you don't mm-hmm. really know anymore. Like totally. Totally. Yeah. And so it's just like takes all the pressure off. You're just like straight up being yourself and then they're subscribing to that. Yeah. Yeah. You get to meet people like you would if you were meeting them now rather than like being… I don't want to say it in like a weird way, but being around a group of people that you've outgrown each other. Yeah, yeah, you, know? yeah. Sure. you leave your natural. baggage at the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> literally at the zoo. At the, yeah. I was leaving my baggage at the zoo, <laughs> and I don't know. I think that's probably yeah. what it is. How have you been feeling with like this year of social media? I mean, I don't want to force you. No, no, no. I'll talk about it. You've taken a break. I'm talking. A, I've taken a break. You've taken a like, brise. A you serious break. I know. Pedal to the metal break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't posted in six months. Wow. Which wow. is… I really realized that this morning when I was looking at it because… Um, <laughs> and now you're here. Yeah. You really yeah. care about us. I love you Rebecca's guys. a really good friend. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, thank you. It is true though. I love to spend time with you guys. Aww. Anyways. Love you. Yeah. We filmed today. We filmed for today the first time. for the first time. It was 85 degrees outside. So we had the air on. Big mistake. Big, huge. But… We really couldn't have. Like I would have really had to let leave. Yeah. It would have been just sweat city. And yeah. then like we would have been judging our sweaty selves. Totally. You know what I mean? It's just not fair. Um, so we filmed… Hopefully it's out already. That would be fucking <laughs> dope. We filmed like my ex-crushes break down why they didn't like me back. Mm-hmm. So part one, act one. I filmed with Rebecca today. That we're going to have to refilm. Um <laughs> So this is going to be my big comeback. <laughs> cool. I, hey, that's awesome. I really did… St- like pandemic and filming videos for me just did not work together. Because I've never been the type of person who can just film by myself. I really thrive in group settings and I love like bouncing off of my friends. I'm not a commentary YouTuber. Like I've never… Sure. I can't do that. And I can't expect myself to do that. I was like… At the beginning of the of the panty, I was like, why? Like, no one cares about, like, just me. Like, I can't believe I can't just, like, do this. Like, this is my job to stay home anyway. So, like, why can't I just figure it out? Oh, yeah. But I just make a different kind of video. And that's totally fine, too. Yeah. So, I was kind of forced to take this, you know, year-long break. I, I posted a little bit in the summer when, it, like, things started lifting randomly in the mm-hmm. summer before they got really, really bad again. And then, um, so I was doing that a little, and that was fun. But, you know, they tell you all these things about YouTube of like, if you don't post, if you're not consistent, then like your channel is going to die and all this stuff. But what I noticed from when I was posting at the beginning of the panty when I was by myself um, versus when I took that initial like four month break and came back, so many more people were so much more invested in that. So I guess like, and this must be different from different people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the thing that, you know, everyone can agree with is like 
you, you can usually see is like, if you care about your content, 100%. other people care about your content. 100%. I didn't feel like connected to the videos that I was making by myself as like, when I'm so excited about a video, like I was so excited about our, our how we met video. Um, I was like, this is an amazing video. And, and then like that also takes away the pressure of caring about if other people exactly. like it. If, if you really well. like yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So then that just like takes that away. And then like, you know, if people like it, that's great too. Yeah. But ultimately I really like it. There's also like so many industries that like stopped during the pandemic, but for some reason, social media and like YouTube and all of that, like everyone was like, now's the time, like I think just creative like jobs in general was like, now's the time where I have time to do all this stuff. But like in reality, like it was not a time of like celebration, celebration joy. or yeah. yeah. So like why should, if other if, if the whole world stops, why should we have to? Yeah, sure. You know, sure. Especially because you're not getting those like stimulations that of creativity. Like we, I wasn't hanging out with people, or, like trying new things or anything. Like I was pretty much like in the fall walls of my apartment by myself mm-hmm. for the most part. So like it's really hard to be creative under those circumstances yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Like you said, everyone works differently. I totally. feel like I really heard that across the board in music where there were so many, I did so many Zoom sessions this year and like I ever, a lot of people did and obviously spent, I mean, I'd never heard of Zoom this time last year or <laughs> a little over that, but um, I met so many people who were like, oh, I cannot stand this like way of being. I love to be around people, blah, blah, blah. And then I met people who were like, I am fucking thriving right <laughs> yeah. now. And I was like, that is awesome for you. And some people went through waves. I definitely went through waves. And so, yeah, it's, I think uh, we all as people who create in whatever way or the other felt or even heard like that exact pressure at the beginning of the the pandemic being like, now's your time and don't waste it. You know, no. kind of thing. Yeah. I know I definitely heard that. Um, but that just ain't, it ain't the way it works. No. And we've got to, Treat people like humans who are going through a traumatic period. <laughs> yes. Maybe first. Totally. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for you though. And yeah. you have grown. It's I'm excited to see the way that you make content and like just obviously you being you and whatever you're gonna do, um, because you've grown so much over the past year. And like seeing how that translates into the way that either we do this podcast or that you make content, I think will be really it'll like lend itself to new exciting things and whatever you create. So thanks Riva. Of course. course. I'm really excited about, about the videos. Cause I, for a while I just like had no ideas. I was like, well, how am I going to make a video if I don't have a single thought in my brain (laughs) other than just like, I don't know, nothing. Yeah. Cry. (laughs) Cat, you know. Totally. Um, But now that like all, pretty much all of my friends are vaccinated not even pretty much all of my friends are vaccinated at this point. Um, so I've been like doing more, seeing more people. And that's just like already giving me so many ideas. I also think so much about this tat, which is a slingshot tat, which is like the first time I was very, very depressed. I got this tattoo. Well, it was like after I was very depressed because I don't know, anything that pulls you back just propels you forward. You know, death and rebirth and all that stuff. So I'm thinking a lot about that. So hopefully I'm just going to like level up. 
I think everyone. I think you've done more. Three, two, two one. one. Let's go. Well, and love, you've love. recently <sighs> found some bit of love, which <sighs> is also a a big part so of that. True. You've been talking about that on the pod. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about her? I think she's so sweet. I finally got to meet her. Yes. They which, both did. Same. When did you? When did you? You um, hadn't met her at all. I hadn't met her till um, Sun Saturday. 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 At, uh, the Jake Paul fight. Oh, oh just kidding. Well, we watched the day. We watched yes. it. Okay. So we, we both recently met her and she's so lovely. I, I've like heard so much about her over the past few months because this has been kind of an ongoing, you know, a, a morphing relationship. And mm-hmm. um, it's been so, it's been so cool to, again, like, I feel like I'm being redundant, but just to watch you over the past like year and a half really evolve and level up and see you go from the place you were, you know, back in the past to all the way through. I think there's just so, it's so cool to watch somebody like unveil new layers of themselves Mm -hmm. and be, you know, like take things that they have done and learned from them and become, you know, new in that way. And so Mm -hmm. I think that it makes so much sense, like why you've got the person that you have right now. And she's so lovely. Okay, It's true. It's like to watch you be excited to share someone who you care about is really exciting because you, I feel like for the past, (laughs) a long, a long time in the past, you've been like, so like, I never want, like, you know, even when you were in relationships, it was like not something that was shared really. You know what I mean? Um, It was often something that was hidden or covered up. But now it's like something that can be like, I don't know, we can all be excited to share with you. She's such a sweetie. She is. You've had a lot of healing, I think, is like the way that it makes no sense to the outside perspective, my outside perspective. And um, so it's it's awesome to see someone like, go through that and yeah just like have something lovely in this new refreshing era where I feel like we're all finally feeling a little bit hopeful uh-huh. and um yeah 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 I love that my friends love her like, <laughs> how yeah. did you feel bringing her around your friends for the first time confident like she's so cool and pretty so it's I feel like an obvious it's win, win. Yeah, yeah. I feel everyone's like gonna be jealous. So everyone's yeah. no. I mean, like everyone would just like her. I feel like she's yeah. very like easy to get along very with, easy to joke with, which yeah. is always yeah. good. Yeah, totally. For I, meeting someone, I wasn't like concerned. Like, oh well, around Rebecca, be you know what? I don't know. Whatever. Like, yeah. I wasn't not feeling that way at all. Yeah. Um. Yay. So yeah. So when I first met her, I was like. I felt myself being like, Rebecca, be on your best behavior. No. <laughs> really? Yeah, don't well, freak her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't ruin this. No, no, no. But I, well, I'm just like really going through this like uh, new social anxiety of like being in a, a, a place with other people again. Yes. So I'm like, oh, don't say something weird that you <laughs> would like think in your head and think was dumb. But I felt pretty good. Yeah, no, she likes you both. Yeah. So... Awesome. Slay. Awesome. Who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I was, there was no nervousness of like, yeah. Because she's going to get along with all my friends. Yeah, true. Reba, thank you for your finger. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me again. Go stream yeah. personal out now. 
it's everywhere. in the link in the in the bio. Yay. Check it out. Put it in your playlists. Ooh. Yeah, put it in your playlist. Tell your friends. Watch the video. Um, if if I should make the fingers a merch item. Yeah. Let me know. Yes. Um, Get the girlfriend hoodie. I got really good compliments about it at Whole Foods. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. So kind. Yeah. Yeah. So kind. Loved by many. Love that sweater. Well. Oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm Jack Dodge. This is Dating Straight. See you next Tuesday. You can help me.